remember where the is raw way. Your way out of state. Up getting over pain. Look how far it came. You remember I ain't have a plane. Oh, walking through the rain. At the top of the game, should have seen it. I was trying to bring this. Crazy the way these change. Tell the city girl chill. You know, baby, mama know the deal. She know I. Okay, okay, let's switch the subject. Notice that both of my wrists is flooded. I've been grinding so hard getting to this money. I've been working like I know the drought is coming. Monday to Monday, Sunday to Sunday. You know I'm screaming. Okay, my daddy was a gangster. What the f that made me? Claiming that it's love, dog, but it can't be. No, I fell in love with guns by the age of 13. In my pocket, rock it on me, home it don't reach. Down in my Cuban link. I'm living in my rich and all right, so we're back with a new edition of Ballers in the Bay. I have a special guest today from Florida Prep Girls Hoops, Mr. Brandon Fisher. So, Mr. Fisher, can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Brandon Fisher, and I am a senior scout, and I'll be a regional scout for Prep Girls Hoops um, in Florida specifically. Yes, sir. Can you give us your uh, social media platform so the girls can follow you or the fellas, whoever wants to follow you and get your information? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the company is on Instagram and Twitter, and the handle for that is PGH Florida. And then my personal handles on Instagram and Twitter are Brandon PGHFL. Yes, sir. So for those who don't know, what is Florida Prep Girls Hoops? Yeah, so Prep Girls Hoops, um, specifically in Florida, um, so they're, we're in 39 states now, um, but we've been in Florida for, I think I started it up, it was probably two and a half years ago, it was in 2019, and it's basically just trying to provide more coverage to all, all girls basketball in Florida um, with people now, it was just me when we started, so um, I was just kind of getting the Tampa Bay area going, but now we have um, a couple people in Orlando, um, a couple in Miami, a couple in Jacksonville. Um, so we're still slacking a little bit in like the Panhandle in Southwest Florida, but but yeah, just doing our best to bring recognition to any any players. I mean, every player that wants to play at the college level. So. Um, our website, we do like rankings, we do articles, um, just all kinds of interactive stuff. And um, it is subscription based. So we have like college coaches on there. You have athletes that are subscribed. You have parents, um, a little bit of everything. So, yeah, just just exposure for girls basketball in Florida is the, the main goal. Yes, sir. So that's going to lead into my next question. How could a mm -hmm. kid get on prep girls hoops if they wanted to get noticed or get scouted? Yeah, so a lot of our a lot of our scouts or contributors they're doing this part time. So, I mean, we get out to as many games as we can. Um, but we have a few events too where we have uh, an expo um, that players can come to. And this is a second year they're doing the Prep Girls Hoop Circuit. Um, so that's what I'll be a regional scout on. Um, so we have, a, we have a summer tournament in Bradenton, and there's one in Daytona, Daytona Beach. Um, this summer um, but I would just say I mean obviously we can't make it to every game so if you can utilize social media or I mean just reach out to us we're pretty open to um, watching video or 
I mean, looking at stats, um, anything like that, asking us to come out to games, and we'll just try our best to, to get an eye on every player in the state. Yes, sir. Going a little bigger picture, I know you're at, you say you cover the Tampa area. How would you compare <clears throat> the Tampa talent to the other parts of the state? Yeah, so I'd say Tampa is definitely one of the best pockets in Florida. Um, overall, I'd say probably Miami would be would be the best. Um, I'd say Tampa's probably number two if I had to pick an area. And then obviously you have Orlando is very competitive, Jacksonville, um, Southwest Florida's got some good teams too. But yeah, I'd say t- Tampa's definitely top tier in Florida. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yes, sir. I think we've had a state champion, what, four years in a row, if I'm not mistaken. It might be no, three. Yeah. But that's pretty good. So what? Well, who do you consider to be some of the top players in this area? And you can name as many as you want, or it's up to you. Yeah. Um, so I would say right now, so let's think of some of the teams that are alive still. So you got – um, starting like seven, eight, you got plants. So you got like Tanner Strickland's a really nice player. Um, Morgan Seeper is a good player that can play a few different positions. Um, like some of the top teams. So like Brooks DeBarlow is probably, um, one of our best teams in Florida. Um, really like Tyra Kennedy's game. She, she was at Hillsborough and now she's at Brooks. Um, obviously Jayla Davis. I think everybody knows her name in Tampa. Um, then you got Carol Day's got a bunch of nice players. Um, I like uh, Keonti Burden is a really nice senior. Um, Leanne Hanley, she's going to be, she's she might be, she's got to be one of the best posts in Tampa, definitely, and she's only a sophomore, so mm-hmm. she's only going to get better. Um, some other players, Bloomingdale, Bloomingdale's got a really nice balanced team. I like, they're fun to watch play. Um, that Jojo Raposo, she's quick. She's a nice little guard. Um, Kiara Bromley at Armwood, he's definitely one of the best in the area. Um, Sefner's, I was a little shocked to see them lose first round, but I mean they've got players like Milani Perry and some uh, some younger girls that Sefner's always going to be competitive. You can count on that. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot spread out throughout Tampa, so, and Hillsborough in general, yeah. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate you giving those girls some shout-out. So, mm-hmm. I know we wanted to talk about the game previews that we had coming up tomorrow, so we'll start with Plant at Golf Coast. Yeah, so that's that's going to be a good one. It's, I know it's at Golf Coast, and, I mean, obviously Plant's not quite as good as they were last year after losing Kendall Cheeseman and Nyla Jean, but... But I, th- I think they're still they might even be a little overlooked. So that'll be that's gonna be a really good game. Um, Gulf, Gulf Coast is tough. They've got you know Katie Ambrose running the point, and um, they've got some bigs. They got some shooters, Maddie Leslie and uh, Reese Trimateria down low. So that'll be that's gonna be a really a really good game. If that one if that one was at plan, I'd probably go see that one. But um, yeah, you're just gonna have to hope that. Tanner can step up. Morgan Morgan Seeper can step up. Um, Julia Miller, she's a nice shooter that came in from Robinson, and Plants got some size too. Yes, sir. And then, yeah, they're 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 pretty well rounded. So they I are. think that's gonna be one of the best. That's probably one of the best second round matchups there is in, in the entire state. 
Yes, sir. I agree. A lot of people, like you said, they're not talking about them because of what they lost. But we've played them this year, and they're really good. I think if they can yeah. get that freshman, uh, I can't pronounce her first name, number one, Styles. Yeah, Zari Styles. Yeah, yeah. she's going to be a player. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, she'll be the X factor. If they can get her going, they'll have a good chance because she's one of the few players that they do have that can break you down one-on-one and cause the defense to have the help. So, yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, I saw her at the beginning of the year. And I hadn't heard much about her, and, yeah, she was, she was tough as a freshman competing against good teams in the area. So yeah. Yes, sir. So we have in 6A – Arnwood at Lando Lakes. Arnwood fresh off of the upset over Tampa Bay Tech. Playing two seed, well, playing at two seed, Lando Lakes. Yeah, yeah, so I went to that that Arnwood Tech game, and that was, Tech had beaten them three times by, I think they beat them by six, and then they beat them again by six, and then by two in the district championship. So I knew that was going to be a good one, um, and it was. And But, yeah, Arnwood pulled away with it. Fourth time's a charm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean they're they're a gritty team too. I mean you got Kiara Bromley who she was hitting all kinds of step backs and had a couple euros. Um, so she's she's tough to beat. And then I mean they've got a little bit of size. They they have a couple other quick little point guards that'll get in your face on defense. So um, I, I mean I think they could I think they could pull the upset. But that that should be a, that should be a really good game too. Yes, sir. I agree. Arnwood is a tough team, man. They're in our district, mm-hmm. and like you said, they have a lot of size. It doesn't look like it, but they're long and they're athletic. Mm-hmm. They, they play really physical, so I I think that since they beat Tech, they have a good chance to get to the Final Four. If they could get past Lando Lakes, that Bloomingdale matchup would be a real good one, but I like Arnwood's chances this year. Yeah, yeah, that'll be an interesting region to see it play out, see who gets to go to Lakeland in that one. And our next game would be the Bloomingdale versus Braden River, a repeat for the district championship. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see that, how that one goes. Um, I've seen Bloomingdale a couple times. And, yeah, they've, they're they impressive. I mean, they, they're they just really – I guess their chemistry is just really good. And they, I think they beat Braden River – I want to say they beat them by more than 20 in that. Yes, sir. I think so. It was like a – Pretty, I mean, decisive victory there that second. I mean, that district championship. Yeah, yeah I think they kind of took off in the second half. Um, but yeah, that should be. I I would think they would get by that one again. Um, I mean, Braden Rivers always got a pretty good team, but um, yeah, I would I would think they get past that one because they got any number of players that can step up and they play hard and I think they coach well. So they, that'd be, I'd like to see Armwood. Bloomingdale, I think that'd be a fun one to see who can get to Lakeland if they can both get get by this round. Yes, sir. So for four, we have Academy of the Holy Names versus Port Charlotte. Yeah, yep. Um, I think that one's at Port Charlotte. I believe and, so. Yeah, that's kind of an interesting region too because you got I think Booker and Lakeland are playing or Lakewood. Um, so you got Sarasota, St. Pete team. And then you got a Tampa team and Academy of the Holy Names, so that could have a could have an area team getting to Lakeland in that one. Um, I've only seen Academy of the Holy Names once this year, but but they're another team that I feel like is kind of like Bloomingdale, where um, they communicate well, they play well together. 
Um, so they're always gonna they're gonna p- compete with just about anybody. Um, yes. I don't know a whole lot about Port Charlotte, but but I, th- I think Academy or the Hawaii Names could they could pull that one off. Um, I cannot remember if this is the Port Charlotte that made it. That guy did they beat uh, Braden River last year, or is that regular Charlotte High School? I, I think that yeah. So regular Charlotte's they're they're a really good team there. I think they're number one in their class. They okay. got a couple really nice guards. I, yeah, I think this is a different the, the other Charlotte. one. Okay, I was making sure because mm-hmm. like I know yeah. one of them ran into each other and it was not pretty. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Charlotte's really good. Yeah. Okay, and then for three A, probably the game that everybody's going to be packing in to go see. We have Brooks versus Carrollwood Day. Yes, sir. Yep, that's the one that I'm going to be at tomorrow. So um, that's another – I think Brooks beat up on them on that first first game they played, but I have a feeling this one's going to be a little closer. I think it was – yeah, Brooks beat them by 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I got a feeling this one will be close. But, yeah, that's a t- t- tough district right there and then just a tough region overall because they have Cardinal Mooney in there as well, Sefner. Um, but yeah, if you're forgetting the state from that regional 3A, you definitely you earned it for sure. Oh yes, yeah. so you get if you get to the final four, you get Miami Country Day to wait for you. So it's right. yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a murderous little road right there. Uh huh. Yep, they got a tough path, but I think yeah, it's gonna be a good game because there's there's a handful of good players on both teams. And yes, sir, I know you spoke earlier on Tyra Kennedy mm-hmm. and. Brooks has a lot of guards, man. They're they're mm-hmm. extremely talented at the guard play. So I agree with you. Can Carroll with they guards slow them down, and can they you get use their size? But man, it's hard to try to use your size when you can't get the ball past half court. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then Brooks has got that Elena Williams down yes. low. Mm-hmm. She's been she's played well, and Sky McLeod. Mm-hmm. He's played well. So yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. They both. They both have shooters. They both have guards that can take care of the ball. They could both got good backcourts too, frontcourts. Yeah, that's going to be I'm excited to see that one. Yes, sir. Well, those are all the games we have. Um, again, would you like to share your social media with everybody so we can make sure we follow you and keep up? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for the Prep Girl Soups Florida, it's going to be PGH Florida on Instagram and Twitter. And then for myself, it is at Brandon PGHFL. Yes, sir. So hopefully we get this done and then we can try to get you back on either before Friday or if we get some girls make it to the Final Four, we can get you on for the Final Four preview if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds good. Yes, sir. Well, again, thank you. I appreciate everything you do and appreciate you taking time out of your day to sit down and talk with us. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, man. Bro, is that Jambo? What is that stage for us? Kicking up Congress. Yeah, we could be superstars. But a pretty short time is up. And so we plan on the spinning tops. It's a young Jambo. Say you my 
I'ma be your killer, nobody gonna play with you when I'm with you Go against any like this glitter, skeet all dirt on bitches I put it in for you, I spin for you, whatever you with, I'm with it How you gonna cross the f**k out rockin' with you, I got you lit in the city I been multitasking, rapping and being a daddy to my little children I been spinning on business and spinning and spinning and spinning until I'm dizzy I do all the smack, he ain't never step of help with none of you killin' You doin' a lot of cap watch when I catch, I'ma whack you in front of the witness My n**k trippin', we could've been superstars Remember when we were jacking cars? Now it's not safe for you. You switch like a little. My you tripping? We could have been superstars. Can't help it now. I'm reminiscing. Remember when we were jacking cars? Now you better keep your distance, cause it's not safe for you. All right, so we have Davion Crouch, Boston College Ed Commit, first team All County this year, 2021 All State. Man, just happy to be here. All right, Mr. Davion. So first, how do you think your senior year went? Um, it was actually good. I, I had dealt with adversity because I had ended up getting injured over the summer to where I had to have surgery after the season. So I missed the first three games and a, a couple games I got taken out early. But far as my stats and the team, we did good. I performed well still with playing with a torn meniscus. Um, we end up going third round, losing to a team we lost to in the regular season. But I feel like it was a good season overall, one of the best seasons I ever played in high school, and it was with a great team. Okay, okay, man. You don't got to be modest. <laughs> be honest, man. Y'all had one of the top defenses around. Yeah, yeah, you know? we had. Yeah, our defense was that deal. Like, we really woke up a lot of people this year. Yes, sir. So Keep it rolling. Do you feel like you accomplished all your individual goals and your team goals this year? Um, individual goals, I say, yeah, I started getting my D1 offers. I always wish that. Um, I had a chance to be a UA All-American, but I could have played in the game because of my uh, knee injury. Um, team goal, I wanted to win states my last year. Mm -hmm. We was on the road to it, but stuff happens. It's all right. Them boys go bounce back next year. But um, I feel like I did. I, I ended my high school career off pretty, like, well, yeah, pretty well. All right. So most people may not notice. I noticed. So I'm gonna go ahead and bring it back. You started off as a receiver. So to me, I feel like you accomplished a lot, man. Yeah. For a person that never played edge defensive end, you yeah. switched positions. Brand new coach. Can you talk about that and your emotions when coach came in? Was like, hey, I want you to come from receiver to this yeah. edge. So that was a big transition to me when Coach Mitchell stepped down. It was like a sad moment because like me and him had a close bond, and as him as a coach, it was just like he kept the team established. So when Coach Mike came in, my first thought I was like I'm going to transfer to Onwood, mm -hmm. and then I just everybody was just like I looked at I researched him and like he went to the league, he went D1, Power Five, he was an All American at his college, and I was like okay, and he played the same position I played at the time receiver. So when he got in, he was like. Kids nowadays is not going to receive it like as your size. Like I understand you get catch the ball, get open, but like that's not what you go go to college for. Like he told me straight up, like I'm not going D one at that position. And I was like, the man been to the place I want to go, so I'm gonna listen. So pin me on defense. I I had like a chip on my shoulder because I was like I ain't really played defense like that. But I mean little league, but that's like just for fun. And me doing that and having a great uh, junior year, I'm blessed he did that. Yes, Give me the position I am in today. Yes, sir. So that junior year, man, you really made a name for yourself. Yeah. That plant game, and you yeah. had a coming out party, man. How that yeah. felt? 
to see all of all right i know you were second guessing yourself yeah. like all right maybe i can't do this and then yeah. it all finally came together that one moment that plant game how yeah. that felt for you it felt good knowing that plant beat us in the past like 10 20 15 years straight and that's his alma mater so me coming to that game i already was like we got to pull this out like he always told us that whole week practice like we got to beat them and me having that was like one of my biggest breakout games i was just like I can really do this. Like now, I'm like unstoppable. Got my stats right. That was my best game of last season. Right. You that, scored a touchdown that game, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, how that felt getting in that end zone? It felt good because <laughs> going from playing receiver to catch, catch a touchdown to defense, you got to stop touching. I was like, be able to reach that end zone again felt good, knowing I'm contributing to our team win. Okay, so let's talk about this transition. Like you said, when Coach Mitchell was here, I know y'all y'all trying y'all best. We just couldn't get it clicking to get wins and losses. Now Coach Mike come in. How was it working under Coach Mike? And then did you expect for y'all to turn around so quick yeah. that first year to this year, making it one game away pretty much from getting the state? Yeah, um, that was a, a big difference with uh, our coaching staff, like Coach Mike, ended up bringing in people that we actually like needed. Like he brought in trainers, he brought in coaches that got experience. So him establishing all those in our head and the way he coached us was like, like how you say get more. So it's basically he just telling us to do our job and he believed us. He put athletes in the right spots. He know where people belong and he giving people chances. And that's all it took. And then he came in these two years and changed the whole program around. We never thought we'd see this. Hey man, y'all, y'all shocked a lot of people, yeah. man. All right, so for the people that don't know, you are a Boston College commit. You'll be up there next fall, man. What made you fall in love with Boston College? Um, it was really the visit when I went over uh, my first visit over the summer. It was like I like the coaches, the relationship they got with me and my family. Uh, I like the way they talk about life outside of football because mm-hmm. I mean, eventually I got hang up the cleats sometime, and they were just saying like you go be successful regardless, like without football or not. And I'm thinking of the 40-year plan, not the four, 10-year plan. And um, they got a good education. That's what, that was my main focus. I want to know I'm going to go to school and get a good degree because the football stuff will eventually be done. And they have, and it's a private uh, college. Mm-hmm. And also it's like, I'm going to be playing against the big Tom's names, like the Clemson's, the Notre Dame's, Michigan State's. So it's like, I want to be chance, I want to be part of the chance to change that culture up there. Because right now we got uh, the best signing uh, commits in Boston College history. Yes, so. sir. Yes, sir, man. I got faith in y'all, man. The next yeah. Luke Keekley got here. Yeah. All right. So any advice you would give for younger players, especially those who coaches may come to them and be like, hey, I want you to play this position. And they're a little hesitant because they like, well, I don't play this my whole yeah. life and I'm yeah. established here. Uh, I'd say far as advice, trust the process, you know, Put in, number one thing is put in work when nobody else put in work, because if you're not, if you're just chilling, somebody else out there in another state, another county is putting in the work while you're just chilling to be better than you. So, and also that grades, you can't do nothing without them grades. You gotta make sure you stay, as how good you is on the field, you gotta be good in the classroom too. That's, that's very important. So. Okay, so last question right here. It's gonna be a tough one. Which one feel better, INT or strip sack fumble? That's a good question. I'll say strip sack fumble because I like to hit. So when I'm causing the 
the uh, strip sex performance, I was like, I'm actually playing my craft. I I mean, don't get me wrong, incestions feel good, and that's why I feel like I want to get more of, mm-hmm. like, coming in college and stuff, because I'm going to be playing linebacker. But and showing people that I can actually cover, but I'm straight sad fumble is just different with celebration <laughs> and all. Like it's just different. Hey, it's you beating somebody. Yeah, yeah. I'm dominating here one on one. All right, so I appreciate it. Last question I got. Uh, what advice you giving to your young brother? I know younger brother coming up yeah. in the ranks now. So yeah, we put a younger brother through the program too. Yeah, he up next. So yeah, my younger brother just took an unofficial to UCF, and um. He he called me on his visit. And he was like, "Man, I love it here." And he was, I was just talking to him. I was like, "Now nah, it's just time for you to actually focus and like follow the footsteps ahead of you. Like you see me going up the right path. So all you gotta do is just follow right behind. Just listen to what I'm saying. I I can help you through anything. Like you could be this because like that. Now that story, my younger brother going D one. That's gonna be a, a single mom raising two D one athletes. That's that's gonna be him. Like, yes, sir. Yeah, but he go. He got time here, sophomore right now, so mm-hmm. like, he should do it. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Like I said, man, since I first met you, I told you you had the potential. Yeah. You're a leader. You do all the things right. I'm just happy God blessed you and yeah. allows you to get where you want to be, man. Appreciate yes, you. Appreciate it. I sit alone in my four cornered room, staring at candles. Who got me? Real radio, dude. Yeah. Oh, all right. The here. At night I can't sleep, I toss and turn Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned Four walls closing in, getting bigger I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger My mother's always stressing I ain't living right But I ain't going out without a fight See every time I eyes